Hello and welcome to the McGettin Fry's Movie Podcast. I'm Ian and I am not joined by Gavin today for a review of Alita Battle Angel. Instead, I'm joined by Dashron Johan of DashTalksMovies.com. No, it's MovieDash.com. MovieDash.com. Yeah. What's Dash Talk Movies? That's your Instagram that's, handle. That's my yeah, Instagram Twitter handle. I don't like editing, so we're leaving that in. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so now no we've covered worries. your website and your Instagram handle. Is there any other way, ways we should uh, cover? The best way to, to reach me is through Twitter, which is at DashTalkMovies. That's Dash Talk Movies. Review movies, I re- and talk about uh, movies, analyze movies, write news, and all on moviedash.com. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, so, yeah, Gavin's busy, so prepping for his play, so we'll talk about that later, I guess. Okay. Um, before we get to our review of Alita, I keep wanting to say Battle Angel Alita yeah. so bad. <laughs> before we get to our review of Alita Battle Angel, uh, we should say we are proudly sponsored by Green Room 136, makers of fine urban carry gears, backpacks, side pockets, and all sorts of things like that. If you would like to take a look at their wares and also help the podcast, use the link on the podcast description in on our website. Using that, we will get a little bit of money back from any purchases made, so that'll help us buy equipment, go to movies we don't get to see press screenings, and so yeah. on and so forth. And with that, we'll move on to our review of Alita Battling. You told me the story of the war, when the ground shook and the sky burned. Of the ones that survived, who awoke to a different world, where the powerful prey on the weak. But that's not the way it has to be. So, Alita yeah. has a long and storied history. Yep. For those of you who don't know, it was a manga first, I think, in 1995. Right. Then it was one of those OV. Do they still, they still call them OVAs in anime, yep, right? even correct. though there's no video anymore. Mm, yep, exactly. But I guess that's the term everyone's familiar with, so they just sort of continue that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the anime was like made in the, the manga was made in uh, the anime was made of the manga in like was manga it was manga releasing I think released in the UK, which is mm-hmm. where I would have seen it. I would have seen it, but I would always see it on the shelf, but never got around to it. Okay. Like the uh, the con- the tale alone and this woman with like robot arms looked really cool, but yes. I never really read it. Had you? <laughs> No, I've never read the manga. I've never watched the anime. But yeah, like you, I've always find it, found it intriguing, and it 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 kind of had that Ghost in the Shell vibe, at least aesthetically. Yeah, you know, the cyberpunk kind of thing, like something like Blade Runner, Ghost in the Shell. It was um, also this thing that would always be mentioned with James Cameron, like for the longest time, right, with Spider Man. Exactly. Like for the eighties and nineties, it was like James Cameron's going to do Spider Man at some point. Yeah. And then it would, and once that went off and became super successful without him, it was <laughs> exactly. like he's going to do this. Yeah. And. Then he didn't, so he's a movie he was invested in. He just gave it to his pal, Robert Rodriguez. Exactly, and Robert Rodriguez, well, he isn't the best of directors. Like, he, I mean, he made a movie from my childhood that, as a kid, I really liked, which was, uh, you know, like, like uh, Spy Kids yeah. and all that. It's, it's not, I don't think, I don't consider them good movies. Hmm. I haven't watched them since I was a kid. I'm sure if I watched them now, I would hate it. But as a kid, you know, when it popped up on TV, it was okay, you know. He made this kind of childish, yeah. Like, but it was it was. Uh, it's something that keeps coming up. I wish I could remember now where I first heard it. There's the kids' movie versus children's movie. Yes, kids' movies are movies that kids will watch and adults will just roll their eyes. Exactly. And children's movies are movies that touch the inner child of everybody. Yes, like, in a good you know, way. Yeah, like you know the the Disney movies, adults, children, Love everyone. It. Yeah. But Robert Rodriguez movies, the ones he's known for, like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. You know, all, all these kind of movies, you, you just kind of roll your eyes as an adult, maybe as a kid, 10-year-old, maybe something, you know. You... The Spike is movies always had the older cameos, though. Yeah, Like, exactly. I mean, Ricardo Montan- Montan- Montalban was in the, a couple of them as the grandfather, yes, right? Correct. And Machete's in all of them? Yes. <laughs> That's always so, fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it's, he made those kind of movies, nothing. So, I wasn't particularly excited mm. for, for this movie in terms of when I look at who the director is. Yeah. But there's the James Cameron wrote the script. Yeah. And James Cameron, although, you know, I'm not a fan of the new James Cameron, let's call him, you know, the Avatar. Just Avatar and Titanic, he hasn't made anything else, right? Yeah, exactly. So I liked his I liked his old movies, his yeah. new ones not so much. Like a lot of style, not so much substance. But you know, it's always exciting to yeah. see, you know, these big names when it comes to like screenwriting and also whether they whether they like hit the target or they trip on their shoelaces. Exactly. You're come back to Rodriguez, you're making yeah. me feel incredibly old. Because <laughs> 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 I would have like I would have grown up with El Mariachi. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I'm just looking at IMDb, it's twenty years before Spike Kids two came out. Yeah. Not even Spike Kids one. But like I absolutely love Planet Terror. 
Right. Planet Terror was my favorite of the the Grindhouse movies. Yep. Like that right. was just genius. And the from Dusk Till Dawn, I love the first half of it. Right. Yeah. Um. Sin City was okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think. There was something else he did. He does have talent. Yeah. It's, it's not that he's completely, you know. Untalented. It's just sometimes he needs to get his head out of Austin. He lives right. in Austin, Texas, right? Exactly. And he has his home production studio and everything there. Yep. And it can be just like me and my mates making movies with no input. Yeah. So, so he obviously had he he had to leave Austin for this, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I hadn't been familiar with the books and anything like that, but I did after watching the movie. Mm-hmm. I did decide to go back because the OV the OVA is super short; it's like fifty minutes. Okay, it's actually two episodes that are like twenty five minutes each, and that's all. That's all they all made right. of the right. anime, okay. and okay. I scanned through some other bits and pieces. So this we'll get to spoilers later, but this I did find a, there's a quote from Cameron saying he wanted to take the motorball bits of the of the of volumes three and four mm-hmm. and the story bits from volumes one and two which is all the hugo stuff and okay. Lanita stuff. right i'm not 100 sure where all the mara stuff's in but we'll get to that later mm-hmm. um so yeah going into this as well they had some of the worst advertising that i've seen oh. almost, like the last did you see the last trailer that had the motorball in it yeah before that there was no Nothing. motorball yeah it's it was just a couple of action sequences and then there was nothing inspiring about the trailer. It was yeah. very flat. It was, and, it, and there, there doesn't even there wasn't even a push. It's sort of you know you go for a couple of press screenings and you just show up or you know when you're mm. watching some movie. Well, there was the Fox had that thing. Was it Fox? Yes. There was that thing where they had like we arrived late and it was like they had a preview yes. stuff and they yeah, had the producer true. talking about the movie. Right. And it was cringeworthy because you saw exactly. in this next scene we're going to see this happening. It's like okay, that's enough. Yes. And then they showed us three more clips. Exactly because. We have seen these type of, you know, where producers or directors talk about the movie. And it's obvious when you can see someone who is so invested, you know, in like, in, 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 in what they are making. Yeah. In what they are about to show. And, that they're, and that they're getting extra. paid so much money. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and whereas we, like, you know, like, let's say if you see like a Ryan Johnson, Last Jedi, sort of this type of thing, you know. like. But a, also they're behind the scenes featurettes. I prefer yeah, those. exactly. This yeah. whole idea sort of, these days, I mean... I, it hasn't come out much. There was some, there was some movies where they showed like five to ten minutes of a movie before another movie. Yes, and I was like, no, no way, fuck I, that. I, I don't understand why because sometimes the opening, like imagine if you watch the first five to ten minutes of The Dark Knight. Yeah. You, was that why? the one? Was that one of the ones they showed that off? Some big ones they did it with. Know, I can yeah, remember. Yeah, like I can't remember, they made but, a boost. But, yeah. It was like showing the Star Wars trailer before, exactly, like awful rom coms. Yeah. So. So yeah, the, the going into this was like, going in cold. I mean, I know yeah. there's a robot lady. Yes. Um, I know that Christoph Weiss is in it. Yeah. is in it. And um, that's about it, really. It, it felt almost like the Mortal Engines marketing campaign. Which was also it, terrible. Exactly. And it, the it, first it, 10 minutes of that movie were a better trailer for the movie. Yes. Even though they're almost, it's like they took all the wrong beats from the opening for the right. trailer. Exactly. You so felt it, the same way, yeah? Yeah. But I, okay. I actually enjoyed Mortal Engines more than Alita. Really? I really did. I really so, enjoyed Mortal Engines. I thought like the, the advertising it should have been Steampunk Star Wars. Yes. There's exactly. even a there's a trench run at the end for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, Mortal Engines what yeah, it's, it is Steampunk Star Wars, but what the, the advertising was just some, kind of like a Mad Max yeah. kind of thing. So but more than that, it's it's also you know it, it was the marketing campaign was just sort of thrown in there. Mm. There was no, there was no campaign, so to speak. And Alita, pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. So going in, I was like, oh, okay, like you know, there's some of the fight scenes, but there's no reason why to care. Exactly. And there's like this, this person has a robot body, but like, so does everyone around them. Exactly. So why is it special and why is it not special? Yeah. They didn't really sell that element. Well exactly. So would you like, would you say that that in a way encapsulates the movie? After I said you it, know, I was kind of thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, because, okay, so, okay, if you're going to talk about the good thing, good aspects of the Well, we should say a little okay. bit of the plot okay. is okay. that, yeah. like, Go it's ahead. a future, yeah. it's a future where it's 300 years after the fall. Fall, yeah. And there's, like, one floating city left. There's people live downstairs in the, in the trash, which looks a lot like Wakanda. Right. Um, from those street scenes in Wakanda yeah. and Black Panther. Right. And this guy finds a cyborg head that looks like... It. I'm getting. I'm gonna get things mixed up now because I've literally mm-hmm. watched the the animation yeah. and the book, read, read some of the books in the last 24 hours. <laughs> but like, there's variations on him knowing that she's 300 years old, right? And her All brain. Right. So her brain is human. Yeah. Uh, and in this, you can get what they call a, a full cyborg replacement, which is yeah. like you can get everything replaced apart from your brain. Yeah. As long as your brain is intact, it's it's cool. Yeah. 
Uh, this movie is not the what does it mean to be human movie. They never go anywhere near yeah, that. Yeah, and I would like to touch touch on that later. Yeah, because yeah. and speaking about that, you know, it's, it's like you said, you know, this Christoph Waltz plays this doctor which finds the head and like he he gives this 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 android, this cyborg, a body and all that. And like I think going into the movie, a lot of people were asking, why does this, you know, why does Alita need to be CG when everyone else isn't like the, yeah. even the face? But I think. And she's mo- she's mostly is she mostly not or is it like is it like because her body looks really good. like it's Rosa there's a Rosa yes. Salazar is the actress exactly. so is she on set doing all that and they just put the white shit over her body yeah I'm not sure if it's you know they yeah they just yeah I'm not too sure about that but I would say that the her face being CG looking is a problem. That, is, is it a problem? Okay, it's, well, it's a problem. To, to finish off anyway, okay, the, the, the okay, plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting ahead yeah, of ourselves. Yeah, getting, yeah okay, yeah. <laughs> Why you should see this movie? He finds a body, that's it. He just finds a body. He doesn't fuck it or anything, it's yeah. fine. Uh, he finds his head, he gets it, brings it back to life, right. she's amnesiac, and then they go through different things, right. and they find out that she has more to her, there's more to the doctor, and there's right. more to what's going on in the city. And they all, a lot of people in this, like, Scrap Heap City, Iron City, I think it's called, right? Iron City? Iron City, yeah. yeah. They all want to get up to Zalem, which is the yes. city above. So it's this post-apocalyptic kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And it's like, there's a factory, and they manufacture goods for the, for right. the, the, the city. It's a bold choice. You never see the city. Exactly. Which is weird, in a way. Like, you never, you never see what life is like up there. But, kind of, doesn't it a little bit remind you of Maze Runner? You know, you, you don't see, it's like all these kids, they're trying to get on to the other side, but you don't see what's on the other side. Mm, in a way, in I a suppose. Way, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's it. And then martial arts happens. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we talk about really Alita much. has massive eyes. They've put these massive yes. CGIs on her. Right. Um, and she also has a... Um, the body they give her is like this white pearl stuff or something, which is like from the from the comic books. It's like it's it's a body that was like discarded by somebody else. The relationship between mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz and Jennifer Connelly is not the same. Yep. Jennifer Connelly's character is not in the manga. Oh. She's okay. only in the OVA. Okay. Okay. It's kind of weird they added All that, right. and it will, I think in spoilers we'll talk about some of the weird additions and stuff they did. They they make right. it. So there's this huge barrier to entry, which is that everyone else looks normal mostly, yep. and this main character has these big-ass crazy eyes, but it kind of... I got used to it. I did. And then it would also be like, Ugh. And also, I feel that it, in a way, it, within the context of the story, I don't think it was an extremely weird choice. Yeah. Like, it, maybe in a, from a creative perspective, it, it is like, why does she have big eyes? But, but it's not, because the only thing that's human about her is her brain. Yeah, like even her face is it's CG, like it's CG, like yeah. someone sort of built it. So it technically, if you're looking at it from that perspective, you know, like you you can do whatever you want to yeah. the face. So it's it's not like a like a like within the context of the story, nobody is looking at her eyes and going like, "Why is your eyes big?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah. Everyone just assumes it's fine because everyone. Yeah. I mean, maybe you need a few more guys like who look like Batu from Ghost in yeah, the Shell with exactly. crazy eyes or yeah. weird stuff because uh-huh. the anime and manga have more of that where they're just like crazy robot looking right. dudes. I mean, there's that, there's that one guy who comes into the clinic who's got the, like, the tiny pincer hands. Oh, right. It's like, what does he do with that <laughs> exactly. for work? And it's like, he's yeah. literally just got like two pinchers. And I think right. they look like the thing off the little robotics toys I had in the 80s that were like, you just a little motor to turn. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's the best I can do for now. It's like, that's the best you can do for now? Exactly. I can build something better out of like bullshit. Yeah. I mean, obviously the whole interfacing with the human system thing right. is difficult, yeah. but he literally has a piston yeah, with a tiny no grabber. Purpose. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to create like weird shit for give him a metal people. head and stuff yeah, and then exactly. it's like okay that's cool he's gotta yeah. fix his plumbing right. in his head that'll make more sense yep. um, the world they make as well is quite they sell it quite well I mean there's constant fish, there's, there's flash, flashes back to the trash falling from above and everything yes. which are very much direct from the comic and the OVA even the right. noises of the tubes and everything about okay. they're really nicely done mm-hmm. I thought um, the world building's interesting but Again, from years of not reading the manga, I really thought there was more to the story. Exactly. Like and with a name like Battle Angel, I thought it was like wandering the wasteland, coming across weirdos, and you know, basically Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, and yeah, and I think that is what that that's one of the things that's missing. One of my issues with the movie is that it looks 
great. Mm. He looks like if you're just <laughs> looking at the movie, you're not feeling it, you're just looking, it is fantastic. And this is coming from... So our press screening was in IMAX 3D. Yeah, and that's the first IMAX 3D that I've been to in forever. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not a fan of 3D. I'm guessing you are not either. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, like I've occasionally watched films in 3D when a friend wants to watch or something like that. So like I've, I've watched Captain America Civil War in mm. 3D. And even then, I don't like it. Yeah. I always have an issue. This movie... Well, you can't rest your head to either side either because if you turn exactly. your head left to right, which is... I don't know why I started doing this recently. It's like yeah. I just lean on my wrist slightly if I'm not engaged fully. Exactly. And then everything goes out of focus. Yes, exactly. But surprisingly, I, the 3D in this movie was okay. I for, but the thing was, it was okay in the fact that I forgot it was there. Yes. Like, I took my glasses exactly. off a few times. Like, okay, that's a fully 2D scene. And it's like, oh, this is 3D. Yeah. I was more impressed with the level of everything seems to... It's not like, and that's CG, and that's CG, and that's yeah. CG. Everything works really well together. Exactly. And I think to come back to the point that you pointed, I'm going to have to give you credit on this because you said it directly afterwards right. everywhere <laughs> I talk about it. This is a bright film. This is the brightest. Like I exactly. think the lessons, either the cinema learned the lessons of Solo, but I heard from like other regions there mm-hmm. was also problems with Solo with regards yeah. to the darkness. You needed. Uh, I can't remember what it was. It was some movie years ago. Mark Kermode told uh, was talking about the director mm-hmm. sending letters to cinemas around the UK to saying you need to crank your li- your lighting up to this. I mean, it was Avatar. You need to Maybe. have this, on this yeah. setting. For your, right, for your 3D cameras, yep. because otherwise it's going to look muddy and dark. And Solo was a huge problem. It was a huge problem. You couldn't see anything. And the like, scenes in this that are set at nighttime in sewers under like three levels of subterranean city, and you can still see what's going exactly. on. Exactly. And I have, I, I maybe, that, maybe there is a James Cameron influence there, because like I'm not a huge Cameron fan, as I mentioned earlier, but there is no denying that when it comes to visuals, he mm. takes it seriously. He gives yeah. it his all. Apart so, from the fact, in, apart from the point in Aliens where when they're inside the APC, yeah. it's taller than when they're outside the APC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's so many flubs yeah, in that movie. I For someone who's become such a ridiculously like, like you know, nearly drowning people in the abyss yeah. and all this other stuff. There's so like, even I've had discussions with people before because there's articles about it, like. The, the number of soldiers in Aliens, like even before they get murdered, right. change. There's one guy who shows up on a monitor only, yeah. and he's not there when they're all standing there. Exactly. There's all sorts of weird stuff like yeah, that. I don't understand. But from a, since then, yeah. especially, you know, even Avatar and even Titanic and all that, he's, he, he has an eye for the visuals. He puts in a lot of effort. So although he's not a director of this movie, yeah. he, he is the, one of the producers, he's a writer. So I'm wondering how much of influence he has because from an aesthetic perspective in terms of the 3D and everything, it was flawless. Yeah. Would I have preferred to watch it watch it on 2D? Probably. Mm. But I have no issues with the 3D yeah. at all. But I do, the look of it, you know when you do, it's not, I'm trying to think, movies have a look. You think The Matrix, you think, uh, what's the other one? Dark City. Mm-hmm. Like, the 3D is great, not, in fact, it's bright is great, yeah. but it does mean there's no shadows in this dirty city. Right. No one ever steps out of the shadows, which is exactly. something you can do in anime very easily. Yes. You just like, you know, it's a black page and yeah. then you animate their face slowly coming out yeah. of it. Um, I did find that there's no darkness, despite the story being requiring some darkness. Yes. I would, and on top of darkness, I felt that the city doesn't have a personality. Yeah. Like it looks beautiful, but when you look at, let's say, Blade Runner, the, the city feels like a character in your, you know, in and of itself, you know, that there's a dirtiness to it, like, you yeah. know, in some corners, you this one is... The closest they get is, is the cupola area. There's like that, that church or something with the kind yeah. of broken cupola, and right, you're like, okay, right. that's there. But And the, the motorball arena is another oh, yeah. thing you can that, that see. Good. Yeah. But, yeah, there's nothing tying anything together. And apparently it is supposedly, the comic does say eventually that it's the USA. Okay. So, I was looking to see if there would be any hints to see if it's a city from somewhere. I mean, it's obviously yeah. 300 years, but like, right. One building would have been a nice touch exactly. to ground it or to give you an idea what's going on. Yeah. Like the city, for living on the scrap heaps of Utopia, it doesn't seem that bad. It doesn't. Like you've got cars, that guy's got that cool bike. Exactly. You have state-of-the-art technology. Even if you're sick, you broke an arm and all that. Nobody Just get replaced. Yeah, exactly. Everyone seems completely fine with that. So it's, they didn't do enough to sell the oppressive nature so to speak of yeah. that city like like, why are people so desperate does that bit to... where the centurion really stands on her and it's like that's it yeah like, exactly it, they, this, these, these uh, Zalem guys don't seem so bad yeah exactly and I I think that that's an issue like because 
yes, in true exposition, they set up this, this place, Zalem, where, you know, people are trying to go. Yeah. But there isn't, a, the mystery doesn't keep you at the edge of your seat. Yeah, there's no, like, none of them, like, Edo could have talked about what he saw there, or, you know, there's multiple characters yes. who are from there that could talk about it. Exactly. I'll give you a hint of why it's a good yeah. place to be. Or you could have had, like, someone telling Alita something where it gives you what they think it's going to be like. Right. Because there is this thing of, like, if you get there, uh, there's a conversation about if you do want to get there, you could be the king down here working for them. Or exactly. up there, you can be, like, homeless and knowing nobody. Yeah. And it would be nice to just give you a hint of that. I mean, Yeah, a bit more exploration in, in yeah, that. Why, yeah, why get up yeah. there? I mean, yeah, is it, like, lollipops and raindrops all day or something yeah, like exactly. that? Yeah, exactly. Like, wh- what is it? Because it, that's the problem with the movie. Because I, about an hour in, I, will, I asked myself, so what is the story? Yeah. What, what is the, the, what's the direction? Like, what is the goal of, of the character? Or, or what is the, the driving force of this narrative? Because, it, like, after, usually, like, uh, after the 45-minute mark, you, you will sort of get like, okay, so this character is trying to do this. Yeah, it's what do they want. I mean, yeah. the, the, the movie, oh, I can't remember what the screenwriting thing is like, figuring out what the, first of all, it's like figuring out what the character wants, then it's exactly. giving it to them, and then it's having to realize it's not what they want, there's something else happening. Exactly. Something along those lines. And this just... Uh, Alita doesn't have any wants. Exactly. Her wants are for the people around her kind of way. Yeah. And <clears throat> what the people around her want are also not very clearly defined. Yeah. Like, other, like, characters will say, yeah, I want to go to Zala. But other than that, like, what, what's the direction? Like, like, what are we rooting for, rooting against? Like, like what, is the, what is our mission as, mm. as an audience? Like, what are we watching this? Because scenes just come and go. And, and then we go rollerblading. Yeah, exactly. That rollerblading, that rollerblading scene's not in anything else. That's made up for the movie. I'm supposed to give an entrance to the motorball. Okay. But also, it's like, Show me more of a leader wanting something. Yeah, like exactly. she doesn't seem that bummed about. Not, she's like, I'm trying to remember my memories, but they're not coming back. So let's play some skate. Let's roller skate. Yeah, exactly. Because if you want to do the whole memory thing, then you, I feel to a certain extent, you need to do a deeper movie, so to speak. Like you know, like, they could have sold the idea that she only gets flashes of memory when she's in extreme peril, peril combat. Yeah. They didn't. Like they mentioned it twice, twice. I think, right? Exactly. But a, that should have been a major drive. Exactly. A lot of it is just a lot of. Key information is just learned through exposition. Mm. You don't feel any of it. She says, like, there, there's no, Alita doesn't, there's, there's no struggle, there's no internal struggle. Sure, like, there will be a scene, like a moment where she punches the wall in anger mm. or breaks something. But beyond that, you don't feel that, that growing desire for her to learn something of, like, for her, like, why, why is this happening to me? Who am I? That, that who am I yeah. that she mentions through exposition isn't felt. Yeah, she's not really worried about it. I mean, it's hard to empathize with a character whose one of her first actions is to nearly get run over by a truck. Exactly. It's like the, the, the details, like for ex- like like you know, you talk about the whole what it means to be human. Yeah. Right. That and doesn't. That's that, not in that, the movie exactly. at all. <laughs> the only thing in terms of that they, where they like slightly touch upon is like, oh, you know, she she eats an orange and she's like, oh, so this is what it tastes this is like. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that kind of surface level stuff. I saw. Uh from the premiere or the UK premiere or something like that and like there seems to be multiple talk about like it's not a story about cyborgs it's a story about a, a young woman coming to terms and stuff or learning stuff which is like a James Cameron thing right. strong female mm-hmm. protagonist and this is not this yeah it, is, it isn't because essentially what it is it's just an action movie which is not a bad thing no if you want to make an action okay for example John Wick is an action movie it's, ju- it's just action. It just turns out it's fucking off. Exactly. And it has and more emotional it, involvement. Yeah, and that's the thing. Because if you want to make a straight up action movie, that is completely fine. I am right there with you. Yeah. But even an action movie, you need that emotional drive. Yeah. You need to be like, oh, fuck, I, I, like, I'm right there with this character. Like, like, go and fuck him up. Like, go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Uh, you, you, want, you must want the revenge as much as the character, but this character doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. So we don't know where this movie is going and towards the, like, like, you know, they introduced this character called Grushika, was it? Yeah. And it, in a normal, the way the movie plays out, it, it's just like, oh, he's just one of those henchmen. Henchmen. But that henchman becomes sort of like the climax of the movie. You know, it's, it's, it's up and down in a way. I think this is because of the like he's something from the first part of the story, right. and the motorball is from the second part, and the Hugo stuff is in the middle. Right. So merging those together 
causes it weird. And there's some anime things they do that we'll get to spoilers where it's literally shot for shot. Right. Which causes problems because if someone's had their arm torn off and they are like close to death, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be scaling the outside of a skyscraper to pop in on someone who can fix them. They're going to wait in the sewers or something else where we last left them. Exactly. So there's things that look cool in anime that they kind of kept 100%. Yeah. Whereas even Grusica in the the OVA is a merger of two or three different characters already. Right, right. So they kind of... It's weird what they took taken from the manga and from the OVA, like lifted directly. Right. Like even the Grushka's name and stuff like that are right. all taken quite uh, okay. liberally. Um, it's amazing that like at the end of the movie, I watched the credits and I said like, that's, uh, I always get his name wrong. Hang on. Jackie Earl Haley. Three, right. Three, right. If, right, if right, you listen right. to the podcast for a long time, you yeah. know that myself and Gavin have problems with triple barrel names. Right. Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> he looks about 10 years younger. as He's Grushka. Right. I did not recognize him at all. Like he looks yeah. older in Watchmen, which is how many years ago now? Exactly. Like that, the, some of the effects yeah. are made, and it's, it looks like he's yeah he's got shit on his face. Yeah. That's all that's left of his human body. Mm-hmm. But it kind of looks badass. It does. That's a, from a visual perspective, the design of the characters and all everything was badass. It was cool. Like yeah. there's this one. Bar. It's just like he, he should be stepping out of shadows at some point, which he can't do because it's yeah, overly lit. Exactly. But the fight scene as well. I think some of the so. Having seen the movie now, if I didn't know the motor, if I'd only seen the original mm-hmm. shitty trailers, which you know right. no one would have gone to the movie then. Yeah. So it was good to see that trailer with the motorball, but also it's bad because now I know I was waiting for motorball. Exactly. And the motorball was some. It was like it, it's got to be more realistic speed racer without the cars and violence. Like exactly. it, the the track is insane. Yeah. It doesn't. Some of the close ups are like you can see some of the material looks a bit CG ish. Yes. But most of the time it looks like. Real robot yeah, wars does, killing each other. Because in terms of action, whether it's the motorball scene or whether it's there's this really cool fight that takes place in a bar. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is beautiful. It is so like you there is it's not in terms of how an action is shot or animated, it's 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 not the kind where there's so much of shaky cam and no, you can't you can, go you, in, can, you can see, you can see exactly everything. And not only that, and she's doing stuff really in slow-mo that's really cool. Really, exactly. This is one of those movies where you can talk about someone being a badass and it was something that happened, I think, in... Which is the one... Which was the Blade 2. Yep. In Blade... At the beginning of Blade 2, mm-hmm. there's like some badass fighting and everyone's right. doing like top-notch martial yes. arts. And then uh, Blade is fighting the two... Two of the vampires who are like all super badasses. Right. But then once the new type of vampire turns up, Everyone like turns their martial arts down to like level one, yes. so they look less powerful compared yeah. to the other guys who are now doing the same martial arts the normal vampires exactly. were doing earlier. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're stronger than us. Oh, why? Because they got the they got the stunt co- coordinator from the first act, yeah. and you're now relegated to the guy who did Iron Fist. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. Whereas yeah. in this is like you believe she can do all this oh, shit. Yes, and I think that we also have to give credit to Rosa Salazar mm. because there there's scenes where she just looks in the mirror and she's like. You know, just trying to like figure out that okay, so I so I can do martial arts. Yeah. So she does this, and I don't know whether it's a hundred percent CG, eighty percent CG. Yeah. There's a scene where she gets a new body. Yep. And she just does some gymnastics, like yes. balancing your entire body weight on a finger. Exactly. Yes. CG. Yep. But I wonder how they did that because it looked totally smooth, it totally cool, beautiful. totally yeah, everything. Exactly. And the body itself is weird. It's got like this translucent plastic almost on the knuckle or between right. the knuckles. Yes. And it like it looks fakey real. Right. It looks like it looks like someone made an eighties suit. Yeah, exactly. It, but it, it was like you know, it's a millimeter, it's a, yeah. it's a micrometer thin. Uh, I like the screens design as well. Oh, um, yeah. uh, Zapan's. This is this guy who has a sword. He's a kind of bounty hunter. Kind yeah. Of there, there's, there's no cops in the yeah. universe. There's only uh, hunter warriors, right? Yes. And his whole body is metal. He's just got the face stretched across right. it. That look I didn't like from the trailers because mm-hmm. it is weird. Yeah. Also, you know, if you own. If you only have a pretty face you want to keep, you'd have a bit more padding or something around right, it. Right, exactly. You wouldn't like they look like Murphy from yes. Robocop when he takes the helmet off. I feel like, yes, again, you see, it's an interesting concept that you have this this vain hunter killer. Yeah. But it isn't explored. It's just said like He's vain. He, yeah, he's vain. But like the sides of your skin are gonna get caught exactly, on shit all exactly. the time. Like, yeah. All this ribbed metal, you're not right. constantly getting caught on yeah. like other people's clothing. Excuse yes. me. Sorry, I've got because he's he's got like it's like multi-paneled armor, but like exactly. each individual piece is about the size of a coin. Right. And it looks really cool on his back. He's got like a whole, I don't know, like some Eastern style, yeah. sun in the middle uh-huh. and all these medallions and shit over it. Yeah. That's all great. But again, yeah, putting on a shirt must be a fucking nightmare. Exactly. <laughs> and speaking of Hunter Killers, like I feel that's another problem with the movie. It's, it's you have this motorball thing. Yeah. You have the Hunter Killer. Then you also have this whole thing with Zala. But none of it really 
translate and really comes together and meshes. Like, they went full anime. Exactly. And and the thing is, like, it, it, it would work if this is a TV series. Maybe like what? So like in, let's you say, You can episode, fill in stuff. You can fill in stuff. Then you, have, like you, have the, you have the Emmy award winning episode that's set entirely on Zalem from the perspective of a child. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> then you can have one episode about motorball. You know, yeah. you know that kind of, But if you're going to put all these elements, they need to somehow tie it in a more meaningful way to Zalem. For yeah. example... Like, like if life, life should be, sh- I think in, in the in the other versions, life is shittier in the city, and motorball is a way to keep the people occupied. Yeah. And uh, there's a cool thing I'm surprised they didn't steal from the anime or the, from the manga. I make so many mistakes in this. Right. Um, Ito goes to watch uh, motorball, and there's an option to sit there and sit in VR and ride one of the, wow. ride each right, of the drivers. Right. Okay. So it's like you feel the adrenaline and everything, yeah. and so that kind of is the like, literally. The drugs of the masters. Yeah, you see, th- that wasn't explored either. Yeah, because this was just scenes being thrown in, and I, and I there's watching. a weird scene as well for the tryouts where they actually show the stands are half empty, which is interesting yeah. choice. I exactly. mean, obviously it's the tryouts, but yeah. it's also most movies if they're doing a scene in a coliseum, yeah, we'll make sure it's filled and like loud and everything. Like they didn't. Yeah. It wasn't that they cheaped on the CG. Yeah, there's people. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they didn't cut pace, there's like lots of different individual yeah. people. It's just like it's tryout night. There's yeah, not many people exactly. there. Exactly. They don't know the heroes playing. Yeah. It's all these scenes, these details I enjoy. Yeah. Because that that is whether it's Robert Rodriguez or whether it's James Cameron's influence, it's it's these are things worth noticing. But essentially what these scenes they are cool in isolation, but they don't have any meaning behind it. Yeah. And that's that's my problem. Because Okay, let's just look at it like, okay, let's look at Hunger Games, mm. okay? So, Hunger Games, let's look at that Hunger Games itself, that sport, as the motorball. Yeah. But it is it symbolizes something. And you don't get there for the first half of the movie. The first exactly. half of the first movie is basically, life is shit, the movie. Exactly. And then... And I'm, I want it to be slightly less shit, shit. for my sister, so I'm going to gonna yeah, eat the shit. Exactly. So, everything builds towards that. And when they are there, it's also like a symbol of, like, you know, like, like, fighting the system, like showing your yeah. middle finger to the man and how you're going to overcome. This is a bit of that at the very end, but it's the worst fucking time to do. Exactly. So in this movie, like it doesn't, the motorball doesn't, you don't feel the tie to Zalem. Yeah. They just say it like, if you win, you'll go to Zalem. And I think that's a problem of the adaptation. That's because yeah. it, they are separate stories in the, right. uh, the book. And I'll get to, I'll explain to you why that okay. makes sense later. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's worth as a. It's one of these things where, as an IMAX ride, I think it's worth seeing. Yeah. Um. There's a scene where someone gets like one of the fights. Someone gets like completely ma- like right. mangled that I wasn't expecting. Yes. And I'm like, th- th- we we should say as well. I mean, I think they get away with it because they're cyborgs, but there is like some weirdly gross stuff going on here. Exactly. Like it, the only difference is instead of blood, you it's see like gunk. green or blue gunk coming yeah. out. But like, it's, I was it's quite surprised violent. at that. Yeah, I was like, exactly. okay, there's. This seems like a different movie. Yeah. And I want to watch that movie. Exactly. Because there is a scene that the non-cyborg, I think it was one of the, like, I forgot what's his name, like Alita's like would-be lover. Like he has this gang of misfits who go around like, you know. Careful, not so much spoilers. That's a plot point. Because yeah, there is a reveal there. Okay. So, but what, they, like, they, even human characters, they do get, like sliced yeah and or just and there's a thumb and a shoulder at one point exactly right? I'm, I'm not remembering that wrong because right? that is lifted from all three versions right, of like right. a cyborg just putting a tiny amount of pressure on a human shoulder is gonna right. mess them up so i i actually like that i was there should be more of how how yeah. is it when walking down the street if you bump into the guy with all the things you're gonna end up cut to shreds yes so there there were things in it that were enjoyable yeah but as a whole like like it's like you said like if if you're if you want to watch an IMAX ride, if you like, and if you are one of those who, who can't wait for the next IMAX 3D movie, mm. then this is for you. But it, yeah, it doesn't fulfill that like epic science fiction adventure kind right, of thing. It it's not, I don't think people are going to be like remembering this in 10, 20 years. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's not, it's not an epic science fiction adventure. It's not a deep science fiction like exploration of what yeah. it means to be human. It is just a very flat... It's a story set in the future. Yeah, it's a story which is generally like science fiction works because it's usually a reflection of the times now. Exactly. So what is it reflecting? Is is Zalem Trump? No, because this yeah, was from 1995, exactly, 1990. Exactly. So it doesn't reflect anything. It's kind of a... It's George W. Bush? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's whoever was the prime minister yeah, of Japan at the time. Exactly. So I don't know what this movie is trying to say. And it and the most thing... When it comes to fantasy, you can get away with everything 
Still if you're telling a story, story. That's, that's resonant. Exactly. The most important thing is to have that deep emotional connection. If you can make the audience tear up, it's like it's like Aquaman. Yeah. Like you know, like like on a if you look at it objectively, it's it, there's a lot of stupid things going on. Yeah. But I love the movie because there were scenes that I teared up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think I'd like you know second theory about new was a new new order playing while Black Manta makes his master's yeah. helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I was yeah. like, yes. Yeah. You know, and they, they made a reason for it to be that stupid, yeah, brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it, it really. Aquaman was an emotional journey. Whether you, there was a moment in this where I almost got emotionally involved. I was like, this is too late. <laughs> I can't exactly, like this exactly. is like I'm slightly worried about the character here now, but I'm yeah. not thinking. I don't think it's yeah. really going to matter. Exactly. And it, it ends. It, it's one of those where it, it just feels like a first episode of a TV series. But when it comes to movies, even if it's a first episode, whether it's a Fellowship of the Ring, whether it's Harry Potter one, whether it's the first Hunger Games, whatever it is still needs to have a first act, second act, third act. You still need to feel something because that's just yeah. how movies are. I think like, this is, well, again, this keeps coming back to the, the structural problems are yeah, due to the adaptation. Exactly. I will so. say as well, Kean Johnson is like, I guess, there might be, you remember that Simpsons episode where like Lisa reads like non-threatening male magazine? Right. He's right, like a poster right. boy for yes. that. I kind of can see why they want to do that if they're aiming this at teenage girls instead yeah. of hardened critics. Right. But like there's something I mean and I like the way his character goes based upon his but based upon right. his looks it's like this guy's just like you know wallpaper. Right. I don't exactly. think, I'm not expecting much of him. I do like where it went but even where it went with I don't think it kind of sold it. He didn't seem yeah. to have the chops for it. Exactly. Right? I for, you know we haven't mentioned Jennifer Connelly's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Always going to see Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Uh Marshall Ali. Yeah, that his that he he just is like the moment he turns up he's yeah. like I'm Blade. I want Marvel yeah, to bring give me exactly, give me Blade now. Exactly. He's got his little glasses on. He's yeah. got the Blade haircut. He's right. just pouting like Wesley Snipes yeah. did. It's like it looks like he's just like sending that. That's, that's right. his audition reel for Blade exactly. for Marvel to bring back Blade. Yeah, but you see, you have these great actors like Mashallah Ali is a great yeah. actor. But it, this is kind of like a like a quick paycheck role. Uh, yeah, which he has no he's, problem he's doing. Not, what was the last one he did? I haven't seen True Detective, but he did something else before that as well that was super comic booky. What he does he it do? a lot. What did he, do? he wasn't in Black Panther, right? That was the only one he wasn't in. He was the only yeah. black actor in Hollywood not in it. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, that was it. Aaron. Oh, right, he was right, Uncle right. Aaron. Yeah. Like, he has no problem doing these movies. Yeah. And I, he gets to look cool in this. I mean, he yeah, comes off yeah, pretty yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So, it's... You have this... So, if you like to... You know, Jennifer Connelly, whatever script she's given, whatever material she's given, she does an okay job. It's like... um, oh, What was it? Uh, it's like uh, Michelle Williams being in Venom. This is like, why are you in this? Yes, this is your. You sh- you should be more than this. Exactly because it's 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 nothing wrong in being in a fantasy epic, but yeah. this doesn't give these actors anything to do. Yeah, and like Christoph Waltz is like, yeah, you're in Green Hornet. I get what you're going for. Yeah, and also having watched the anime, right, kind of looks like the anime character okay. a little bit. If he right. squint right. and he was like ten years younger and yeah. had like. Johnny Bravo hair. Right. He would look just like him. But it, there's, a, there's a thematic kind of fits between right. those. I didn't realize the character as well, Maharishi Ali, Ali plays, is like, it looks like him in the, com- in the, in right. the anime. Okay, like, okay. it's a black dude with tiny glasses. Wow. And tiny, like, it literally looked like, okay. that's pretty good. That's yeah. like, I mean, in a way, that's kind of shitty casting. It's like, right. well, get a, we need a black dude for this role. <laughs> Let's get the best black dude we yeah. can. But in a way, it's also kind of awesome that yeah. he just looks the part totally. Um... I saw Christopher Van Dien in the credits. I still can't figure out who he was. I don't know. Probably one of the robots. <laughs> Maybe he voiced the robot or something. And I gotta give a shout out to Jeff Fahey being in this. They got the dogs. Right, right, right. I that guy's great. And it's yeah. just like he, he was in the Lawnmower Man. Right. He turns up. He turns up in cool things these days. He was yes. the pilot and lost. Right. It's just and, cool to see him. But even his role is like he's kind of there in the background of a scene, and it's like there should be a, a kicker. Exactly. And the kicker, there is no kicker. Like he kind of just says like he says something. I guess not a dog person or something. Yeah. And. Exactly. Like the line doesn't you, land. When you look at him, when you look you, in, the, in the bar, you're talking about the bar scene, and you, they, they go through like, like this bunch of hitmen, hunter killers, yeah. basically. And, and also, he, which looks like, this is, the, this is the proof, we can finally do a Silverhawks movie. I, yeah. You, are you familiar with Silverhawks? Have you a seen little it? bit. Talk, yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah. it. Tell me Gavin think that, uh, what's yeah. his name? Matthew McConaughey would be great as right. the, the cowboy Silverhawks. <laughs> but the idea of these silver bodies with these human faces, yeah. that's this movie all Right, exactly. And Jeff Ahey would be great in that as well. Yes. Even the, the, the weird metal chin. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't, it's one of these things where you know like they get an engineer or a, a, a doctor to consult on right. things. It's like they didn't do that. It's like, yeah. he's got a big metal chin, but it kind of just goes, into, it's like, where is the, 
like is, does he have to constantly keep cleaning the skin to get yeah. the rust off it or something like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no yeah. Have you seen you know Cronenberg's existence? Yes. There's a scene in that where they talk about like there's a hole in your spine. Is that not weird? Right. And right, she goes right. like there's loads of holes in your body, and he's like yeah. what? And she just opens them out and goes. It's like her tongue out. <laughs> and it's like, that's a hole into your body that doesn't get affected yeah. and stuff, and that's how it works. Right. <clears throat> they thought about it that way. Yeah. In this, it's just kind of random. Yeah. But I'm okay with that mm. because from a... It, it, it's, you know, this, this weird world... They should like sell it, it more that once yeah. your brain's okay, you're good. Yeah, exactly. They should. And the thing is, like like I was saying, in the bar, they introduce you to like this... This bounty hunter, this yeah. hunt, this, this, this. And, and there's, there's an Asian stereotype guy. Yeah. And there's a cowboy guy yes. who likes loads of dogs. Right. And they do have cool visual aesthetic. Also, I should say, while you're looking around the bar, you're going, where is Francis? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But It took me 20 minutes yeah. to figure out that was him because he looked yeah. different enough. Right. But essentially, they don't have... There, there, is no, there is not a single moment in this film where if you're going with a bunch of friends, you'll want to stand up and high-five your yeah. friends. You're, you're just sitting back and you're just enjoying how it all looks. Yeah, it's, it's close to fuck yeah, but never gets there. Exactly. Yeah. All right, with that, we'll go into spoilers. So, uh, we'll go to spoilers. I'd rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. So, yeah, pretty much everybody dies, except Alina and Ido, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we always, like, we always like to spoilers. start spoilers with, like, right. you know, everyone dies. Yeah. And, and in some cases, like Hugo, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> so... Having gone through the other versions, there's stuff where they obviously felt in love with the original versions and imagery in it, mm-hmm. that they lifted it wholesale. Okay. So the, both, just watching from the very beginning, Ido walking through the scrap heap, mm-hmm. he finds a skull, opens it, and then takes out the eyeball, the cybernetic right. eyeball okay. to use. Okay. That's the, almost the exact same across all three versions. Right. Which is weird. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I mean, it's a cool image. And also, the, I can't, the, the kind of flub the image of him holding her in the air. It okay. looks kind of cool in, in the manga. It's kind of like he's silhouetted against the, the setting right. sun. In the anime, it's kind of cool as well. He's laughing at it because it's like, oh shit, this is this is badass. Mm-hmm. In this, he kind of holds it weird because they're trying to get the like, anime. You can for, you can do the right. arms weird. Uh-huh. And this is like he's having trouble holding it. Yeah, it looks like or the seat the the, the green bag of sugar he was using there with yep. a CG and later look kind of weird. Uh-huh. A lot of the movie, like the whole Hugo storyline, is the exact same, but it happens earlier. Exactly. So once okay. that happens, she becomes battle hardened, runs off. And joins Murderball somewhere in the far reaches of You see, Fire that City. would make more sense. Yeah. But, but they didn't think they'd get that for the sequel. Yeah, exactly. And I don't get it. Like, because Hugo's death was. It didn't make sense to us. Because it, if they wanted to kill him off, they should have just killed him off with Zapan, you know, because Zapan was trying to kill him, mm. right? But they saved him only for him to die like five minutes later. It's kind of it feels a bit more emotional resonant in the comic in the anime because it's like he's a moron for, it, but he's talking about this. And there's also a storyline about his brother and his uh, uh, sister-in-law. Right. And his, like, you're not. They, they say in the movie, which is a very cool thing to explain why all these mad robots running around. Yeah. There's no guns allowed. Zalem outlaws them. Okay. Outlaws them. But uh, his brother built an airship, and flying machines are outlawed by Zalem as well. Right. His brother wants to get to Zalem as well, right. and his wife sold him out yeah and hugo has a cybernetic hand which is all he has left of his brother right it's his brother's hand uh-huh. and there's more that there's a whole that's a whole thing on why yeah, he wants see, to get that, that, is, that is way more interesting because throughout this movie hugo keeps saying he wants to get to Zalem. and there's this last scene that that takes place on this sort of huge queue I mean, towards the end of the movie. Yeah, there's these tubes that lead up to Zalem that anchor in place and also that the, the, the factory that runs the city essentially sends up materials. Because all, right. all they're doing at the scrap heap is repurposing stuff, but also growing food and stuff for Zalem. Right. And in return, they get like the high-tech stuff. I presume that's the way it works. Right. It's right. not really gone into detail either. Yeah, exactly. We only know what Nova's up to and Nova is not in the first four couple of volumes or that. Right. I think Grushika is kind of this he's hinted at there's like this idea of like Nova has been experimenting with different people to see how hardcore they would get right. and Grushika in the comic book is like that's not his original his, his, his original cyborg body his original cyborg body is like a maggot right that he can like get into other bodies and take them over right right and it's kind of an, a, he's like this weird like you know Dr. Moreau thing going right. on like in this is like Nova is set up as purely for a sequel exactly and it's like why would you yeah, do that I, I don't understand 
the, the thing is, by the end of the movie, I'm not curious to watch the next one. No, I, 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 I'm like, I'm like, who is that actor who plays Nova? Yeah. I don't know who that I is, but after that, I don't care. Exactly, that's the thing. That the movie doesn't leave you in a place where you want to watch a sequel because it is so focused on setting like, up that setting sequel. up that sequel. Yeah, exactly. So I don't care about any of the characters. When characters die, I just do not care. No. And when towards the end of the movie, when Nova threatens, like you know, I'm gonna kill like Iro, which is essentially the father figure and everything, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I think Christoph Waltz is a little too old to be wielding a rocket-powered hammer. Right. It didn't quite he, work. Yeah, it didn't work because he was supposed, and he supposedly like. You know, he does this every night. He, he goes out and tries All those to scenes with the giant suitcase yeah. and everything, direct from the um, right. anime and manga. Like, okay. that, 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 and okay. they set it up a little bit more in the... They didn't even... They could have gone a little horror on that. Right. The idea that exactly. he, he goes out every night and, like, in the, in the manga, he comes back with a new body for her after this woman is killed and it's her right. body. So the, the, the tie in yeah. her mind is he went out he comes home with an injury see, and this uh, body is all of a sudden available for sale. Exactly. You see, that's more interesting. But yeah. here, they, they, they it's just, his do- it's, the daughter thing does not exist does, in any of them. Yeah, and here it's it's like, okay, she 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 sees that he comes home late one night and then he's injured. Which she's never afraid but of him. Exactly. And there's, there's, no, there's no thrilling aspect, aspect. There's no horror aspect. Mm. Even that scene where she where she follows him and all that. They, you're not like, oh, shit. Like, there is that cool shot from above, though, where she yeah. runs along and stops yeah. him. That, that's a cool shot. Again, yeah. again, it's it's aesthetics. You know, it's good cinematography. It's good ideas in terms of where to place the camera, what to do with the camera and all that. But but what does the scene mean? Like, how does it make you feel? And, and that's the problem. It's like... Made me feel like I want to peek. It's like we got a lot yes. more to go. <laughs> and, and yeah, I, guess the, I forgot to mention this in the, the spoiler-free section. I, I talked to you about it yesterday. It's like, I love long movies. Yeah, I do. And and growing up, I not only watched a lot of English movies, I watched a lot of Indian movies. Yeah, yeah. And Indian movies, it averages out to about 2 hours and 30 minutes, 2 hours, 45 minutes, hmm. everything. Because yeah. they have songs and all that. So I long movies are not a problem for me. Yeah. What's a problem is when... A movie I, feels I, long. Exactly. Because I was watching Alita and I was thinking that why is this movie three hours and it's kind of boring? And was it three, three hours? No, it was two. Oh. And that's the thing. Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, holy shit, is this doing like, you know, because James Cameron movies are long. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it doesn't, it, it's, it feels three hours. I'm like, okay, when's it going to end? Because it doesn't build. So yeah. you don't know, you cannot feel the climax approaching. So you're like, oh, okay, it, it's, it's three hours. I'm like, okay, but I'm not learning anything about this, this character. So I just, I don't usually check my phone and of course I'm usually engaged but I was like but okay, also just... you know the, 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 the watchers will come exactly. over and say turn your phone off exactly. even before and after the movie yeah. it's always crazy but I was like no I, I, I was just beyond curious to know how long this movie was running mm. so I checked my phone and it was at that point one hour and fifty minutes yeah. and I was like what on earth I can't even remember where that was exactly was that Motorball no it was before Motorball even yeah I think was that fighting Grushika again I think it was the second. Oh, it was the bar fight? I think maybe after the bar fight. Yeah. Because the the, movie the, the bar like, fight in the, in the in the comics is like, Ido gets over her. Like there is this weird thing in the comic of like him being like you're perfect, you're you're beautiful, you shouldn't right. be sullied by this, and then they have that coming around again, right. which they do have, but it doesn't sell it as well. Exactly. Like there there is an element of creepiness to him finding this perfectly pretty android, right? And it's not it's nothing anything super creepy. I think they put the daughter relationship in there to make it feel less skeevy right but then he goes to like the the hangout the Kansas bar is kind of like he hangs out there and knows all those guys and they're actually alright right but she still gives the fuck all you guys speech yeah and then um, Grushika just turns up right as opposed to like you know having a fight with some mm-hmm. handling and stuff so they mix things up around there to try and get these pieces to fit together yeah. and try and make Grushika more of a character and tie him in more with uh, Vector and right Chiran which is, we have a friend called, I've known so many people here called Chiran. Every time they talk about, like, like about Jennifer Colley Chiran, I was like, huh? There's also, so the ending of the OVA, spoilers for the OVA, right. if you haven't seen it, it's been like, well, 30 years. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so he has, uh, Hugo has his brother's hand, and right. Chiran has these really weird, uh, really long dangly earrings mm-hmm. that she's always wearing. Okay. And at the end of it, like, he find, uh Ido sees her earring in the Vector's, Ido kills the Vector. Right. In the anime. You see, that's more interesting. Because he's like, 
you, you, it was he goes to him because like you know that Hugo could never go right. to Zabank because I'm from yeah. Zabank and actually Ido has the mark the whole way through. Right, right. Yes. He doesn't. He never burned it off, yeah. which is an interesting change. It okay. kind of makes it understanding because otherwise people just say, right. "You're from Zabank. What do you? What can, can you? Why can't you send me a dog?" Yeah, right. Um, not Zabank. Zalo. Zalo. Yeah. His names. <laughs> but uh, he kills, and so he finds her earring, and so they got Hugo's hand is all that's left. Right. And because uh, it gets mashed by the wheel again, mm-hmm. he gets mashed. He he jumps over the first wheel, loses his feet. He's crawling, and then right. Alita finds him. Yep. But at the end, they make a small balloon, and it's Ido and Alita, and they have a little box under the balloon, and it's Chiren's earring, and it's his hand. And they just let it go. Right. And it, you know, sad music you plays. See, yeah. You, this movie lacks that that subtle, poignant, emotional. Yeah, moment. but it's, but it has the, the storyline for it, like you know, exactly. young love, exactly, cruelly and interrupted by a giant spinning wheel of death, right? Exactly, That's and stupidity. Thing, but, but what, what we we are supposed to feel something during yeah. that, and we feel absolutely nothing. Honestly, the the only in terms of small moments that that kind of intrigued me was very early in the movie where when Alita first gets up mm. and then she walks towards the mirror and she, and she falls yeah exactly you see those are nice moments it's, it's nice like a, a very interesting setup mm. so it's like who am I what, oh what, the why, scene why where she whips Grushika's ass with one arm oh like she gets shredded I'm like yes. wait what because you're talking about like 150 I'm right. like, I'm like what? hang on yeah she just got shredded exactly and, yeah exactly. and when she lands on her hand that's a right. panel from the comic yeah. and a panel and it's a, a scene yeah. from the Okay, okay. Anime as well. All right. So like they kept that in. And then like she's just got one hand and her upper torso and she beats the shit out of him still. <laughs> exactly. So But that moment where she's lying there, her hands are gone. Yeah. I think she ha- she got like she has one hand left and yes, an upper arm. An upper arm yeah, is all that's correct. left. Yeah. And she's just lying there in the dirt and Grusha gets fucked off because he's yeah. got a fucking hand in his eye. Right. Or the scene where Hugo's attack it's not it's a it's a it's a pan in this, but like uh, where Tanji dies and then he throws the yes. fire thing right. at that pan to get yeah. away. That is shot for shot almost from right. the anime, which is weird. Okay. But that scene with, with her being cut apart, I'm like, whoa! It's, that's intense. Yeah. But you see, that was a good scene. I, I, it's, it's intense. I like it. But the thing is, it's, it's like it, it sort of comes at a wrong moment. It's like you said, you, yeah. know, you, you check your watch and say, this is happening at this Her point. So, reasons for being a hunter killer need to be more fleshed out. Right. Exactly. And the thing is, the way the story flows, like like when when she puts her arm through Grushika, and like when when then there's this motorball fight, and then like the motorball fight, we should say like so it's a tryout, but basically everyone's been hard to kill her, right? And then she just fucking murders everybody, exactly. and, and that is really, really cool, cool scene. It was a really cool scene, and she looks good while she's doing yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> and in terms of that, I feel this movie nails it. Yeah. Because even. Not during the main motorball, when when just the the neighborhood boys and girls are playing mm. motorball in their you know makeshift. When the United Colors of Benetton are playing right. motorball, <laughs> exactly in their you know like bus mini. Again, this is scrappy. But all these kids look very well fed, right. and like, they've all got great exactly. skin. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Was it the girl from um, To All the Boys I've Ever Loved from Netflix? I think it was she the Asian look, girl. Yeah, she does look like her. I'm not. I'm not sure. Could be. Could be. Could be. She. Yeah, it's Lana Condor, yeah, right, it's her. Okay. Okay. So it's like, right. aha, wait, who's, Isa Gonzalo was in this, oh, she's like, one. yeah, the, the IMDb has the, the ratings based upon their, like, what they're in before, right. as opposed to what they're in the movie. Yep. That's what I mean, I think, because, like, Kian Johnson is way down the list, even though he's, like, basically <laughs> the second lead. <laughs> yeah, this, this movie, man, like, like, it's, it's just structurally weird. And at the end of it, so I don't know, I don't know, I couldn't, I didn't get touched, I to jump to the end of the murder ball stuff in the uh, manga, but, like, the sword is something different in the comics as well. It's okay. like, it's Damascus seal because it's forged from the trash, but its impurities make it stronger, which also works better than a monofilament sword yeah. that, you know, some guy found, even exactly. though it's, it's not worth it. I like the Martian stuff, the flashbacks to the Martian stuff was cool as well. Yes. Very exactly. exact. I was like, oh, what's that movie? Yes, that's the thing. Like, there, there are cool ideas in the movie. Mm. There, there are a lot of moments throughout the movie where we go like, shit. Let, let, let's focus on that. Yeah. Let, that. That's the movie you should be I was hoping on. that we would get flashes through every flight. Every fight. Right. Like she get, when she's in this big ass fight, she gets a flash of her on the moon in the spaceship, in the space suit, yeah. kicking ass with someone who looks like an older version of her. Right. And you're like, exactly. what's going on yeah. there? What's this? Exactly. And it's like, give me more of this. And every yes. fight, you're like, more? No. Okay. Yeah. And more? Because, no. Yeah. Because it's those small moments that they, they just 
skin tat or they just flash yeah. at it. That's the most interesting part. And then the end leads up to a I'm coming for you, bad guy. And it's like yeah. it ends like that. And it's like I see structurally you're fucked. They're yes. fucked. There's no good way to end this movie. Right. Even scenes like, you know, seeing Jennifer Connelly's bits. Right. Like there's a reveal you could do with that that's even more horrifying. Like exactly. having her actually her corpse or something like right. that. It packed up and ready to go or something. Yeah. Like that was they're being too slavish to the visuals of the right. comic and the and the, the anime. It's like they seem to fit that too much. And they, the Nova thing is barely in what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And so they've kind of put that in there so they have a hook to hang on, a speakle, but that never works. There should exactly. be no Nova in this at all. Yeah, because the, at the end of the day, like when the movie ends, the director is trying to tell us that, holy shit, you guys have to fucking come back for episode two because yeah. Nova is this, this big villain. And, and she's fully badass her. now. There's yeah. no one to beat her. And but, she's now... Elite Battle, Battle Angel. Angel. Which but, is like, oh God, uh, exactly. <laughs> don't because say the name. <laughs> yeah, because when we are watching it, we don't give a fuck about Nova. Like, who is he? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, occasionally he enters someone's brain. Yeah. Like, you know, and he talks through them, which is also like, it just sort of happens. And it would have been even more of a mystery if they didn't show him. Exactly. Like, they, they show him in some shots as well. It's like, this ties to Chiro and Nito a bit as well, I think, yeah. right? I, I don't know, man. Like, like <sighs> it's, it's, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty. It's and very pretty. I mean, there's a thing to be said about like Avatar is very much just dances with blue people. Right. I mean, there's a there's, having a simplistic, uh, simplistic, but a simpler story helps sell yeah. budget. Right. I think this is too slavish. It is. I think there's a point where they could have taken inspiration the jumping off point. Right. Um, they did pretty well with a lot of it, but yeah, the 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 work they did grafting the effects onto a onto a story that made more sense from a human perspective. Right didn't quite take exactly because i feel like this movie the interesting element this movie should have been a human story mm. well because it's, it's sh- it, all the all the sci-fi and the effects and all that yeah. stuff it all all comes down to the classic there's only what there's only 14 stories ever told right. this is this doesn't know this is trying to be all 14 exactly. this is a betrayal story this is a story about uh, unrequited love well, not unrequited love just doomed love yeah it's a story of um gladiators it's a story of like you know exactly that's uh, so rising many, up through the ranks right. it's a story so of many and none of them match there's no central theme yeah that's the thing because you can have subplots you can have different characters and all but everything needs to there needs to be an emotional through line if they had to th- carry through for like seeing life age like homeless people children with like you know no arms and no legs and not able to pay for the things exactly there's hints of that guy that guy says i got jacked and he's no arms and no yeah. legs but like her seeing all the shit and then saying at the end you know Got down, Hugo. But then also, like, they cut to her later. It's like, is it, does it say? Does it have a character? Does it say a character saying five months later or like that? Right? It's just like five this voiceover yeah, saying voiceover, yeah. it's been months or whatever. Yeah, like since right. she appeared it's in been the track. Four months. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. But there is that kind of thing of like, I'm coming for you. Would if she, she said, I'm coming yeah. for you after having seen inequality. Right. That exactly. could have been the. She's then a, a, a fight for the for the unjust. The right. Butter. Because this this should have been yeah. a mo- a movie about inequality it should have been about oppression and all that if not why instead it's about my idiot boyfriend who got himself killed and pissed over that yeah because at the end that Hugo thing didn't make sense at all because we don't we don't understand his desperation to go there so he just seems like an idiot if he had some life threatening disease maybe yeah exactly nothing there's nothing there at all like like, he just wants to go there because it's dirty here exactly there's too much sand I hate sand (laughs) <laughs> because there's nothing. Because you you see, like even like the the hunter killers aspect, they could have done something interesting. Like like why are these like maybe are these like the scum that you know they just enjoy killing? Like, there's, a, there's a, some of that with Ido as well. Like he talks. Does he talk about it in the, in the movie about like once his daughter died, he he killed the guy, but he just yes. kept going. Yes. There is a, a couple of awesome panels in the yes. manga where he's like, but I got the thrill of it and I just kept going, right. which is again a dark angle to go with. Yeah. They don't. Christopher they Christ don't. There's no. Yeah. That's it, that they dark. just they just touch everything is just touch like. Yeah. Like Zapan, like characters like Zapan and all, they could have been more interesting if you want to go like, like what are the struggles that what led them to be hunter killers? You yeah. Know, why, why, why are they doing this? Because Do there's no cops. Like, why is there no cops? They have yeah. such, the, the weird thing, the robot face is actually quite well, like, that's well lifted from right. things, especially from the uh, manga. All right. Because they do a kind of a cartoony version for the other okay, one. Okay. But the, lo- the robot faces they talk to is represented as a Zapan, right. as, a, as an alum, okay. are really cool. But they have these centurion things like, well, if they're there, you've got cops. You don't yeah. need hunter killers. Exactly. So, because we don't understand, like the, the world looks pretty, looks too pretty, maybe sometimes. Yeah. 
but it likes that personality. It needed to be broke ass Wakanda, right. not like exactly. nice Wakanda. Yeah. Like people are getting taxis. Yeah. People don't get taxis when they're like dirt poor and fucked exactly. up. Exactly. It's like, you know, when you see like, you know, like Blade Runner, you you, you have these dirty alleys. Yes, it's mm. cyberpunk. It's but also, it's, it's packed and it's uncomfortable. This is packed and comfortable. Yes, exactly. A lot it of it takes, feels like very little of it takes place at night. Like, all the crowd scenes are daytime. Yeah. If you see like, let's say, the Blade Runner world, let's say you put it in this movie and, and you can understand why people want to go to a place like Zalem. Yeah. Because, you know, you have these deep, dodgy streets and yeah, people It's like are, moving to the burbs. Yeah, people are doing drugs and, you know, like there's hookers and, and like people are being exploited. Of course, you can't do it what in What was the rating on this? This? This. Oh, uh, it's pretty low. They didn't put... I mean, they, they've stopped putting in front of the press screenings the actual... It's 12 a.m. Because yeah. the they, the, they don't put the certificate in front of the press right. screenings here. I would never remember. I was at the BBFC. And yeah, this, 12A is like PG. Yeah. It's PG-13, yep. so it's like bloodless and everything. Exactly. And so that that explains it. Maybe, did you see The Kid Who Would Be King? No, I didn't. I didn't no, right. that. that was a great, like, great Family. message for kids. Good fun movie. Yeah. Some structural problems. Effects were yeah. great. But that's the kind of movie that will stick with kids. I don't think this nah. will stick with kids. This, yeah, this is not going to stick with anyone except unless... If you, if your sole purpose of going to the cinema is for beautiful visual effects and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, then you are going to enjoy it. Yeah. But for me and I think for you as well, you know, we want something, something more, more from, it, yeah. yeah, we want some meat, you know, some substance underneath the style and this movie, it has a bit, maybe. But not know, enough. Not enough. So, that's our review. Yeah. Thanks for listening that one, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how long we If you, about. well, I kept, saying, I kept waiting for you to run out of things to say, and you kept saying them. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Let us know what you thought. You can get us at podcast at mcgetfries.com via email. Uh, on Twitter, we're at mcgetfries. Uh, if you keep up with that, the we'll post old, post podcast, new podcast, everything there. We're also on Spotify. If you go to mcgettonfries.com slash Spotify, you can find the podcast there. You can find us on iTunes. You can listen along on the website. Um, if they want to get in touch with you and disagree with you strongly, where can we get you again? Uh, just hit me up on Twitter at Dash Talk Movies. Dash Talk Movies. Yeah. And also the website is at movie-dot-com. Yeah. And you can find me at McNasty Prime on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. <laughs>